Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. is the Talking Metal Podcast, broadcasting around the world from New York City. John Astronomy here. Welcome to Talking Metal. I'm here with Mark Striegel. We're at a crazy place. Tell us about it, Mark. <laughs> We're down in Avenue A, uh, lower east side of Manhattan, East Village area, I guess, north of Houston. So uh, this is Avenue A between 7th and St. Mark's Place, and we are at the Odessa Bar. There's two sections to Odessa. There's the restaurant part, and then there's the bar part, where you can also get food in the bar part. I just had a good grilled cheese. I used to live a block down and would come here all the time for the beer and the grilled cheese. Let's do a Talking Metal Toast. Red Stripe beer is what we're drinking. We want to thank Dan from Bionic for buying us some shots earlier. And we want to thank the whole Talking Metal crowd that showed up for this podcast. We've got Dan, of course, from Bionic. We've got Rob from Paisley Babylon. We've got Kim, Rob's wife, and Rob's two beautiful kids, Juliet and Josh, who's sitting right next to me with his cool trucker hat. Josh, how's it going? (sighs) Very cool, Josh. Great to have you on Talking Metal. Paisley Babylon's really good. That's your dad's band. You like your dad's band? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. He does like it. He does like it. He seems excited by the microphone. Josh, how old are you? Josh, you don't want to tell him how old you are? You are? He's three. (laughs) Josh got a little shy there, but 
Yeah, we got a whole crew. John Simpson just walked in, and uh, we forgot Jimmy Fingers. Yeah, that's right, Jimmy Fingers, famous from those Talking Metal episodes from Las Vegas, and also uh, his picture was on the site with Ozzy Osbourne. Correct. Fingers is the mastermind. That's all I'm going to say. We're talking about Queensrÿche today. We're talking about Van Halen, Guns N' Roses. Talking about Kiss. Let's get into a cut off the new Queensrÿche right now. This is brand new Queensrÿche with Chris DeGarmo back on guitar. Stay tuned for an interview with Chris DeGarmo and Jeff Tate in just a few minutes on the Talking Metal podcast, Justified by Queensrÿche. Sign of the Times, the best of Queensryche, two CD collector's edition. Now, we've got an amazing interview Mark did with Chris DeGarmo and Jeff Tate coming up, and I want to thank Mark for really picking up the slack for Talking Metal for the last week and a half because I've been moving. Yeah, no problem. I had a great time talking with these guys, and this is a real unique interview because, as you all know, Chris DeGarmo is no longer a member of Queensryche, but he's still part of the family. He still gets along great with the guys. 
and he even uh, returned to record this song, Justified. But the new Queensryche, it's called Sign of the Times. It's a great best-of collection. Disc 1 contains all your favorite Queensryche songs, and Disc 2, again, all your favorite Queensryche songs, but these are rarities. These are different versions of the songs, like... Uh, Jeff Tate's band previous to Queensryche, Myth, uh, he's put a bunch of the songs on there from Myth. Uh, Prophecy, one of my favorite Queensryche songs, which used to be on uh, the Decline of the Western Civilization Part 2 soundtrack, is also included there on disc two, as well as the new single uh, that we just heard, Justified. And Josh is talking up a storm here at the Odessa. Very good, Josh. The big news today was Van Halen, Back Together, with David Lee Roth. What do you think about that, John? I am so happy to see David Lee Roth back. Although I love Sammy Hagar as well, but I think this is uh, a great thing to see David back with the Van Halen brothers. I am excited about seeing Wolfgang, and as David Lee Roth said, he wants everybody to really critique the show because he knows the result is going to be it's an amazing show, despite the fact that there's a new bass player. Yeah, well, uh, it was an interesting press conference. Some of the things we learned is Wolfgang... Uh, Van Halen's favorite band is ACDC, but he does like the White Stripes and Tool also. And Eddie, I believe, chimed in when he said about when he was talking about ACDC. Eddie said, "Oh yeah, I introduced him to those guys." Uh, and then uh, David Lee Roth stressed, "It's not a, a, a reunion; it's a new band." Uh, David Lee Roth also said, "Michael Anthony is part of the band's history, one of our many alumni." Something to that. Uh, a fact is what David Lee Ross said, and we are psyched to see Van Halen September 27th opening the tour in North Carolina, also coming through New York October 13th at Madison Square Garden. We'll be uh, out in L.A. I say will. I'm, I'm hoping we'll get to all these shows. I think we ought to do a trip to one of the faraway ones, not just the New York, New Jersey shows. What do you think, Josh? Thanks. Well, they'll be in L.A. on the 20th of October, San Diego on the 25th of October, Vancouver on the 5th of December, Calgary. I know we have a bunch of listeners in Calgary on the 11th of December, plus two dates in Chicago, which uh, should be just awesome. What a great rock and roll town Chicago is. That's on the 16th and the 18th of October. A bunch of other dates, which we're not mentioning here. So check the website for the other dates. Uh, Heaven and Hell, of course, is on the road with Queensryche. We're going to talk about that with uh, Jeff Tate in a few minutes. And uh, definitely stay tuned for them. September 16th in Orlando. They'll be at Darien Lake, New York on September 19th. Chicago on September 22nd, so that's a lot of fun. And the Heaven and Hell live from Radio City CD and DVD in stores on August 28th. Absolutely. And before I make another announcement, I want to stress that Michael Anthony is also going out on tour, and I believe Sammy's going to be with him. Yeah, it's true. It's funny. David Lee Ross said something in the press conference about not to worry about the vocals. It was almost like he was implying that the backing vocals are still going to be solid even without Michael Anthony. But I'm putting words in his mouth, but it was kind of the vibe I got from it. Right. We all know that Michael Anthony was the key backing vocalist for all those classic Van Halen tunes. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm somebody who liked the different variations of Van Halen. I think Hagar was great. Hey, Josh, what do you think of Van Halen? Yeah, they're excellent, man. Excellent comment. I got an announcement. Uh, switching off of Van Halen for a minute. Tuesday, August 14th, you'll be hearing this about a day or two later. We've got Kissology, the brand new DVD coming out. I've got it in my hand early. 
It's called Kissology, The Ultimate Kiss Collection, Volume 2, 1978 to 1991. I worked on this, and you guys got to go out and buy this. It's three DVDs plus a bonus disc. Do you like Kiss? He's not commenting on Kiss, but if you go and buy this DVD, there's going to be a lot of great stuff on it. Land of Hype and Glory, Kiss in Attack of the Phantoms. Now, I know that you wanted to clarify something about this, Mark. A couple of people have actually said to me, Attack of the Phantom, what's that all about? And why don't you tell them what it's about? It's not Kiss Meets the Phantom. It's slightly different, right? Yes, this is Kiss in Attack of the Phantoms, a theatrical release from 1979. It's basically Kiss Meets the Phantom, but with a different soundtrack, some different scenes, and this was a European theatrical release. So this is something never before seen by people in the United States. Because we all remember the Kiss Meets the Phantom that showed on NBC, I believe, back in 1978. But this is something different. It's something special. And for me alone, it's worth worth the disc. Um, tomorrow's show, the classic Tomorrow Show interview, Ace was out of control, and he made that interview. That was amazing. And just... It's, it's interesting. Tom Snyder just died. I don't know if you know that. Like, I think last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, and here's the crazy thing. Kissology 1 came out. Mike Douglas was on there. And Mike Douglas passed away right as Kissology 1 was coming out. Kissology 2 comes out, has the Tom Snyder piece on it, and then Tom Snyder passes away. So, you know, we hope that Kissology isn't going to cause anybody to pass away. Cool. Let's get into uh, a little Queens right here. Are you, are you through with the Kiss stuff? Yeah. Anyway, just go out and buy Kissology 2. It is great. Three discs plus bonus discs if you buy it fast. Excellent. This is Prophecy by Queensryche, followed by an exclusive interview with Jeff Tate and Chris DeGarmo. Jeff Tate, currently of Queensryche. Chris DeGarmo, formerly of Queensryche, joining us here on Talking Metal. Stay tuned. That's coming up in 60 seconds. Hey, this is Mark Striegel of the Talking Metal Podcast, and we are very honored because on the line, not only do we have Jeff Tate from Queensryche, but we have Chris DeGarmo, formerly of Queensryche, back in the fold for a new song on the Best of Sign of the Times record. How are you guys doing? Excellent. We're good. So, Chris, how have you been, and what have you been up to? Uh, doing great. I've been uh, very busy with you know, a number of things, still uh, delving into music on a variety of angles, uh, you know, production arrangement, uh, still writing, um, flying, I'm doing a lot of that, uh, you know, do 
commercial flying uh, with jets and spend time with, you know, my family and working with the band, uh, you know, with Jeff and the guys from time to time, and it's all good. You doing much water skiing these days? No water skiing. Mm. Well, that's great. And we're very excited by the Justified single, which we've played on the podcast, and uh, wanted to just know the history behind this. Is this a brand new song, or is this something that was maybe left over from an older session that you guys kind of revisited? Uh, well, it's, it's a little, it's a little of both. It's, it's new it, in the sense that it was just, you know, completed, uh, recently, but, uh, you know, it, it got started a little while ago, but I think it would probably qualify as a new, a new song. Cool. And, and so you guys were back in the studio, definitely recording this recently. Yes. Cool. Cool. Great. Now the... Sign of the Times, Greatest Hits, will be out uh, at the end of the month, August 28th, I believe, and you can place your pre-orders now on queensreich.com. Now, this is a great disc, cause, or two-set two disc, uh, because disc one is r- truly a best of, and then you have a lot of rarities on the second disc. So let's start off about by talking about disc one. Did you guys handpick the cuts that went on this? Uh, more or less. Um... We worked with uh, our record company, EMI, and, and sat with them in, on, in meetings and discussed uh, what songs it would be, what songs we wanted, what songs they wanted, and kind of came up with a, a comprehensive list based on that. Everybody has their favorite song. It's always so hard to include that, you know, in the final thing. Everybody's buying to put their, 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 their favorite on, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, and then there's additionally kind of the the search for material that, that would be uh not previously available to, you know, Queensryche fans and uh so that's that's another nice aspect of this. Um quite frankly some stuff that really was never designed to be available or, or released and now uh further down the road you know the the fan will be able to uh maybe see the very beginning sketch of something that that they're familiar with you know in the final form so that's kind of cool yeah absolutely i mean disc two is a lot of cool stuff on it i was really excited to see prophecy on there because anytime i want to hear that song i got to pull out my old cassette of decline of western civilization part two so it's it's great finally to get that on cd uh and the myth stuff was was very interesting because the Titles of those songs sound very familiar to us Queensryche fans, but the songs themselves are very different and in some ways not really even resembling the Queensryche version of those songs. Um, Can you talk a little bit about Myth and what Myth was, Jeff? Well, Myth was a band that I was in before Queensryche, a band that uh, wrote original material. And uh, when I left that band and joined Queensryche, I brought um, some of the pieces of music and, and lyrics and melodies that uh, I had written with that band into Queensryche. And uh, we made um, new songs uh, based upon these lyrics and melodies uh, uh, in, in a Queensryche fashion, a Queensryche style. So it's kind of fun, I think, for the fan to see, you know, like Chris was saying earlier, the evolution of a song idea or a, a direction, you know, and see how it, it begins and then, of course, how it ends. 
Definitely. A lot of great cuts on the uh, disc two. I Dream in Infrared, you have an acoustic version remix of that. And is that something you guys did back in the day when you did Rage for Order, or was that kind of uh, updated more recently? Uh, well, the version, where, where would that version come from? I don't um, actually remember what version that is. I have to look at the liner notes to remember. Yeah. We did a version of that for the MTV Unplugged, didn't we? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah, it might be that. Because um, we didn't, you know, I Dream in Infrared, there there really was only the studio version of that song. Uh, and I don't re- recall us doing a different version other than MTV Unplugged. So there's a good chance it's that. Yeah, it says acoustic remix on the, on the disc. So... Not sure. Possibly MTV Unplugged. I know Della Brown is on disc two, and that definitely is a unplugged outtake. So tell me about memories of MTV Unplugged, the acoustic TV show you guys did. It was all kind of very relaxed, and, you know, uh, it was a television studio, of course, um, but they'd wheeled all our fans in, and we spent some time talking with people before and after. It was just kind of a, a nice, it was like having a bunch of people in your living room and the, and the band just kind of jamming, really. Yeah, I, I remember that session as one that there was some concern because of the, anytime there's a television tie-in, it, in my head, usually kind of red flags quality. Uh, you know, are we going to be able to actually, how are we going to get this thing sounding uh, okay and and Actually, I thought the MTV sessions, um, I remember we did some, some cool versions of some of the songs and the thing came out sounding nice. Did Jimbo come along yeah. with us? Yeah. yeah. So that was that was nice. Um, was Alex Coletti working on that with you? You might not remember. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that we uh, brought James Barton in uh, and, and maybe Alex w- was involved. I don't know that, but uh, it was... Turned out good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, Jeff, I wanted to ask you, the last time we had you on the show, you mentioned that there possibly was a mind crime screenplay in the works. Any any updates on that? Well, there was one written. Um, a very talented screenwriter by the name of Mark Shepard wrote an exceptional screenplay for it. And uh, so, uh, as with all screenplays, they're sitting there in screenplay land waiting for uh, somebody to... Uh, take it and make a movie out of it, which could take one year, could take 10. <laughs> you never right. Know. Cool. Well, let's hope that happens at some point. Uh, screenplay is very inventive, very creative, and uh, it has a wonderful uh, role for, uh, I think, the actor that would play Nicky. There's a, a wonderful transformation that happens to him in the screenplay that I think would be uh, an actor's dream role. Very cool. Now, one of my personal favorite records from when I was growing up is the Rage for Order record. And I, I know it wasn't maybe the biggest selling Queensryche record, but for me personally, it's definitely one of my favorites. And I just always felt that you guys with that record were so ahead of your time with production values and 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 songwriting for that matter. And I was just kind of wondering if you had any memories about where you guys were at that at that point in time I mean it also is a very almost emotionally draining record and uh, just what inspired the Rage for Order record 
copious amounts of alcohol. <laughs> so uh, that that was a a very fun project in my memory. Uh, we were working with uh, Neil Kernan as a producer, who is, uh, I think, must be a certifiably mad scientist. Uh, he is just uh, on fire with creative ideas and uh, uh, very enthusiastic and uh, a bit of a loon, which makes it nice and interesting to hang out with him. But uh, we, we were in a place musically where we were really looking to uh, be adventurous with our music and, and trying to uh, create a modern record, meaning taking song uh, sounds that maybe weren't necessarily musical sounds, but uh, weaving them into you know sort of a tapestry of uh, of song. And um, so there's a lot of interesting sounds, and we on that record a lot of interesting production uh, uh, points of view, uh, points of interest, I guess you could say. Uh, we were in, in, walking around everywhere with little uh, recorders recording everything we could think of from trains going by to, uh, you know, we got a flat tire on the way to the studio one day and we recorded the sound of the mechanic changing the tire. Wow. Using those sounds in the record, actually, with, you know, overlaying them onto snare drums and vocals and guitar bits and things. And uh, it, it was really a, an adventurous sort of uh, uh, musical uh, endeavor. I think for us, and 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 I think listening to the final mix on everything, it it has a, a special kind of uh, atmosphere about it that's uh, it's hard to define. Yeah, it, it almost takes you to a certain place, you know. Uh, it really transports you to to a different place, and uh, and I think that's one of the things that uh, I look for on a record. I, I I like to be transported away from the everyday mundaneness and get into someplace different you know and, and that record definitely does that it's also one of those records you can just put on and listen to all the way, way through which nowadays seems like such a, a rare thing but so many great tracks off that record if the talking metal listeners out there if you don't know rage for order definitely pick that up and if you don't know queens a good introduction to the band is going to be sign of the times the best of queens uh, which is available again through queensrike.com on pre-order right now and uh Chris, I wanted to ask you. I was a big fan of uh, the Jerry Cantrell solo record. Uh, How is it pronounced? Degradation. Yeah, degradation trip. Yeah, and I, I recently found out you were actually involved in that. What What yep. did you do on that record? I played on it, and um, on numerous songs, or was it just a couple cuts? Um, well, it was uh, at least one one cut. It might have been a couple. I, I you know. At the moment, I'm trying to think. I know, I know, I, I don't have it in front of me. Right. Be left, you know, left field on that right there at the moment. But um, yeah, it was great. Jerry had uh, a nice collection of material, and uh, you know, I think he's a real talented songwriter. And uh, you know, he asked if I'd get involved, play on the project, and and there was a, a track that. Um, he just kind of turned me loose on, and, and it was a lot of fun. It turned out, you know, really nice. Hello? Which song it was. I haven't listened to it in a while. And did you do some touring with him, too? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, 
did an, another solo record called Boggy Depot, which uh, has some really interesting, you know, material on it, some um, nice excursions away from, you know, what people who just have an exposure to Alice in Chains material. Um, and, yeah, I went out with Jerry and Sean Kinney, uh, who's the, you know, original drummer, and a uh, couple other guy from Fishbone. Oh, cool. And uh, Chris, the keyboard player. And um, also uh, Nick Reinhardt playing bass. And we went out and toured, you know, a bunch and played that, a little bit of the Alice material. And um, it was a lot of fun. Cool. And you, at one point, were working with Mike Inez, too, weren't you? Yeah, we did a, uh, actually, Sean and Mike and I, and another uh, person named Vin Dombrowski, who fronts a band called Sponge. And uh, we did a, uh, an EP under uh, the name Spies for Darwin, and uh, the EP is called Microfish, and it's a six-track uh, EP that we did. We recorded it at a, you know, at my house and uh, down at a studio that we had together, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, it's kind of a limited, you know, edition thing because we put it out on our own label, and you know, just did it something that we wanted to do together, and and enjoyed doing so it's it's not out there on a major but uh you know pied viper records is what 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 it's floating around on cool cool i'll have to track that one down for sure now jeff you're gonna be heading out on the road once again heaven and hell are you excited about this very were you a fan of uh the black sabbath uh records with dio absolutely those were uh brilliant records i think they've were, um, I would say, instrumental in the formation of Queensryche. They were very in- inspirational records, and uh, we uh, covered those when we were growing up and you know, playing cover and cover bands. And uh, that lineup, um, to me, is really what Black Sabbath is all about. I, I think Ronnie Dio is uh, one of the most talented, um, unique singers out there. And uh, I just personally love the chemistry on those those three records they did together. So I'm real excited to be on the tour. And also, uh, Alice Cooper's on the tour with us, and a uh, huge Cooper fan. He was actually the first uh, rock concert I ever went to as a kid. I saw the Billion Dollar Babies tour, and uh, I thought all rock concerts were like that. <laughs> you know, chickens being passed out into the audience, people's heads getting cut off. I thought that was sort of uh, common, you know. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, we're looking forward to that. Queensryche joining the Heaven and Hell tour along with Alice Cooper in September. And uh, guys, I oh, you know what else I wanted to mention? The Mind Crime at the Moor, the yeah. live CD and DVD. Can uh, you tell us a little bit about that, Jeff? Well, what would you like to know? Well, uh, tell us what's on it. It's it's the full Mind Crime, right, from start yeah. to finish. Yeah, it's a it's a live performance of uh, both Mind Crime albums in their entirety. And uh, it's a theatrical performance. Um, it's uh, actually a really well-done DVD. I'm very proud of it. It, it turned out uh, you know, better, much better than anything we've done, in my opinion, in the past. And it's uh, it, it's fairly unique. There's uh, one, of course, it's a theatrical performance. We have actors that play some of the different parts you know, of the story. Um, and there's set props and uh, things going on 
there's lots of backstage footage, uh, bonus material, things like that, interviews with fans and the band. Uh, it's just really a, a, a very special uh, package. And and these DVDs are always so much fun, not only to watch, but to listen to, because you get the 5.1 sound. Yeah, so, that's really a treat. Yeah, so definitely all you Queensrÿche fans should be picking that up. And listen, guys, we really want to thank you for joining us. And I, I mean, I'd like to thank you for all that great music you've put out through the years. I, I was such a, a Queensrÿche fan growing up. And it, not only did it, you know, bring me joy to listen to the music, but I remember Mind Crime when that first came out, you know, growing up in kind of a conservative town and in a conservative family. It was, the, you know, even though it was a fictional story, it was the first thing that made me kind of scratch my head and, and, look beyond the uh, politics that were so prominent in uh, in my world and uh, opened me up to a whole new thing. So I appreciate that. Ah, thank you. That's a wonderful compliment. And we wish you the best of luck. Jeff, we'll definitely see you when you come through, uh, I believe it's Jones Beach here in the New York City area. That's right. One of my favorite venues. It's great right there on the water, and you get the wind coming in at night. It's nice. I love watching uh, the first few rows standing in you know knee-deep water watching the band i just love that <laughs> nice all right guys take care all right thank you thanks a lot thanks guys thank you take care Walk in the Shadows off of Queensryche, Sign of the Times, the best of Queensryche, two CD collector's edition, Capitol Records. Go buy it. All your greatest Queensryche songs are on this. You know, if you're looking for the big hits like Silent Lucidity, they're on this. But if you're looking for the super obscure rare stuff, you also get that on disc too. It is a must-have for any casual Queensryche fan and any hardcore Queensryche fan. And we will have links right over to the Queensryche web- website in today's show notes where you can buy that. So let me read a quick email. Hey, guys, I absolutely love the show and never miss an episode. I've been listening almost since the beginning. Thanks for turning me on to quite a few new bands. It's nice keeping up with the new stuff and the oldies. And speaking of the oldies but goodies, there are a few bands I would love to hear interviews with. Uh, and and uh, he reads down a, a long list of some of his favorite bands and musicians he'd like to hear including Greg Howe, Metal Church, Saigon Kick, 
Shotgun Messiah, Dweezil Zappa, a lot of other ones written here. And the letter goes on. I'd like to offer up some constructive criticism, too. The levels are all over the map. While I'm driving down the road listening, I have to crank up the audio during the interviews and news and then quickly crank it back down when you play a tune. I hate having to constantly adjust the volume during the entire program. Uh, yeah, he suggests that we get a real audio editor to edit these. Well, unfortunately, you probably won't get a real audio editor because we don't have a budget right now. We're not making any money off of this at the current time. Just doing it because we love it. And I have to say, in John's defense, most of the episodes you edit are very good with the levels. And the ones I do on GarageBand on my Mac, I'm a little more sloppy with. But I've been working a little harder on that recently. So thanks, Mike, from Ohio, for your email. Any comments on the levels of music? Yeah, I always try to get them as best as I can to be even Sometimes I have to admit I crank up the songs a little louder, and it's only because I'm trying to overcompensate for the fact that I thought that they might not be loud enough in people's headphones. So I'm definitely going to try to keep track of that a little bit more in the future. And who knows? Maybe someday we'll – oh, Josh was uh, just playing. Oh, oh, do you want to do that? The cell phone. First he was playing with the recorder, and then the cell phone almost went in a glass of milk here at the Odessa Bar on Avenue A, New York City. This is a great place down in the East Village. There's a Odessa restaurant next to, to the Odessa Bar. Is that correct, Mark? Yes, there is. And we got a very special guest coming up right now, Bumblefoot. You know, let's give away some free tickets to this performance in Massachusetts. If you're in the Massachusetts area and you'd like to win tickets to the great Loca Pazuka, email us now and let us know. We'll hook you up. Q-Ball will hook you up. And we have links over to... Bumblefoot and Q-Ball's website where you can drop buy tickets for this great event, which will include Heaven and Hell, Queensryche, Bumblefoot, Swashbuckle, Alice Cooper, and many more. Shadows Fall, I believe. So win your free tickets right now. Send us an email. Tell us you want them. And go support Bumblefoot. He's going to play with the band, which I don't think has been announced, in addition to doing a guitar clinic. When we say the band, of course, not Guns N' Roses. He's going to be playing with his solo band. And, uh, He's coming back on real soon to have a more in-depth discussion. This is a very, very brief interview with the great Bumblefoot. Hey, on the line, we have Bumblefoot checking in with Talking Metal. Ron, how are you? I'm very good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just uh, did an interview with Jeff Tate from Queensryche. That is so great. And we had actually Chris DeGarmo, who's no longer in the band, but he came back and uh, actually was a part of the interview so it was kind of cool very cool man yeah i can't wait to see them now you you were a fan of them right oh sure yeah definitely now it's kind of interesting because you're actually going to be participating in a gig they're uh doing along with heaven and hell and alice cooper and shadows fall yeah, uh, the whole uh loco bukaki thing is that i was wondering how you pronounce it loco bazooka oh <laughs> yeah loco bazooka that, yeah, we're right. Local. What is that? That's at the, the big venue out there, right? The Tweeter Center? The Tweeter in, Center, yeah, up in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Mansfield, Massachusetts, September 9th, and it's like an all-day thing. So on, I think around noon, the doors open. There's going to be all kinds of clinics going on. I think uh, Heaven and Hell's drummer, Vinny? Apathy, yeah. Yes, he's going to be uh, doing a little something, and I think 
I think Katie Agresta, the woman who taught everybody how to sing. I'm talking like everybody. She, uh, I think she's doing a vocal clinic there. That should be really interesting. I want to catch that. And it looks like I might be doing a little something too now. Cool. Yeah, Both you're gonna. Them. What are you doing? You're doing a guitar clinic. Um. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be like a guitar clinic. Probably about 45 minutes. Maybe I'll even do two of them during the day. And I'm thinking of just kind of bringing the whole band out there and just making it more like a gig and just fucking shit up. Cool. You'd be bringing your solo band out there, maybe doing a little set or something. Yeah, me and Dennis, and uh, we'll see who else wants to chime in. Excellent. Yeah, we'll do a bunch of stuff and do like a question answer. This way everyone can ask, you know, when's Chinese coming out? Right, uh, right. I should just like make a sign or something like anytime anyone asks that, just hold up the sign instead of talking. Right, right. But, Cool, and I guess Swashbuckle is going to be coming up there too, which yes. is also on the Bald Freak uh, label, which puts yeah, out your solo be, records. That's going to be damn cool. They're a great live band. Definitely very cool stuff. And I, I, I unfortunately am not going to be able to make it, but there's a good chance I think uh, Mr. Astronomy might be along for the ride. So uh, cool. sounds like a great time. And the best place for all you guys to buy tickets for this is actually on the baldfreak.com website. Because yeah, but, uh, you're yeah, gonna get a free CD if you buy the tickets that way, right? Exactly. Yeah, he went and he just bought a whole bunch of tickets so he can do you know nice giveaway type stuff. So he he went and bought I don't know how many hundreds of tickets, but if you go to baldfreak.com, you buy a ticket from him, you get you know you can stay for the whole day and see all the bands and everything, and and plus we'll give you a free CD of your choice. Excellent. Excellent. And if you don't have that normal CD, this would be a perfect way to get it. Also, really digging the Swashbuckle CD. So uh, I heard somebody posted on our message boards. They were all excited because I guess Swashbuckle's going on tour and is playing in their town down in the D.C. area. So exciting stuff. Yeah, it's good. Cool. So uh, when are we going to hang out, man? Yeah, we got to hang out. Uh, I'm actually having a barbecue at my house, which you and Jen are uh, definitely invited to. I'll get you the details you. on that and yeah, man, definitely. and i heard you got a new sink in the studio <laughs> oh, i've been going nuts from the minute i got home from from japan like the next morning i just started fixing the ceilings where it was like from four years ago there was a roof leak and it dirtied up the ceiling so we changed the drywall and everything but i never quite like finished painting and after four years of looking up at it i finally just did that and then put new faucets in the sink and then the big thing I did, I should probably tell you about it at another time because it's like a long story, but I put recessed lighting in the living room. Right. Dimmer and came out really cool. And I don't know how much time we got to chat left, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why don't we get you back on an, another podcast real soon and we'll uh, sit down and have a, a real in-depth interview with you. But we just wanted to get you on because we're really excited about the the show up at uh, the Tweeter Center on uh, September 9th, which is a Sunday, Mansfield, Massachusetts. Everybody needs to get their tickets through baldfreak.com. We're going to put up all the information in today's show notes on talkingmetal.com. We'll also link over to Bald Freak where you can uh, buy your ticket and you'll get a free copy of a CD, your choice, Bumblefoot or Swashbuckle. I and, thank you, sir. And we thank you and we will definitely catch up with you. Hopefully within the next few weeks, we'll do a full podcast with you. All right, Ron. 
All right, man. You have a good one. I will see you soon. And let me know about that barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I'll send you an email. Beautiful. All right. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Cool. Hey, thank you to Bumblefoot uh, for coming on Talking Metal. Thanks, Mark, for doing that interview once again, happening during the week of my massive move one mile away from my current apartment. <laughs> so what a crazy thing, man. I'll tell you, this move has been insane, Mark. You recently moved. You know how hard it is. But because I am not moving that far away, I'm still going to be in Jersey City. I just was kidding when I said a mile. I'm not exactly sure how far it is. But it's in the same city, yet this move has taken eight days, and it's going to probably take about another two weeks. Yeah, moving sucks, man. Moving sucks. We're finally getting settled into our new place. Uh, but Josh is, has the pepper, and he's throwing it all over the, the bar. Pepper. Yeah, that is pepper already. It's actually all over the table. Oh, that's pepper and salt. Oh, watch watch yourself there, Josh. All right, we better log off here. Oh, we got, we got salt coming all over the place. This is a pretty wild place, man. We're in the crazy East Village. Let me just explain this to you. We were in a like a crazy bar that at about midnight there's going to be about a bunch of freaks down here. Yet, this is sort of like a family situation. We got about... About six, seven people here. This is like a, a first for Talking Metal where we've got a lot of spectators at this podcast, right? That's right. That's right. Say it, Josh. Uh, kiss. Uh, we're trying to get Josh to say kiss, but he doesn't want to. Kiss. <laughs> Anyways, we're out of here. This is Swashbuckle with Drink Up. Swashbuckle, the pirates of heavy metal. Buy it on iTunes. See him in Massachusetts on September 9th. Go check him out. I'm hoping to be there. This is Swashbuckle. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. Vacation starts with VA. 
Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org.